Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas, the first episode of 2021. I'm your host, Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. Cousins, we made it through 2020. Whew. I don't know about you, but it was a pretty rough year in a lot of regards, but also there were some good things about it. Also, so one of the things I want to bring out today are the things that we had a chance to learn and observe in 2020 that we should take into 2021 and beyond, all right? I'd like to ask you to one, subscribe, and two, send me your comments with those things that you like. I'm gonna go through a list of the things I identified, seven of them, in order to big issues, big ideas, big concepts that we might need to start paying attention to moving forward because we certainly had a chance to see them and experience them in 2020, all right? So, the first one on my list is education. Well, cousins, everybody needs to know and appreciate that teachers are critical, right? Teachers and educators of all, stri all stripes and descriptions, from elementary through middle school to high school into our college, we need to have quality education. Why? Because they're, they're the ones who are educating the young cousins. Some people have even anticipated and said that during the course, course of 2020, we've lost in regards to educational attainment and advancement almost a year from some of the young people. That's tragic. We have to recognize, however, that we have to improve our educational systems across the board. It wasn't very long ago that we actually had teacher organizations striking for increased salaries and pay. Does anybody question that they don't deserve it? Let's fix that, cousins. Let's fix it so that teachers don't have to come out of their own pockets, as shallow as they are, to take care of the school supplies they need to educate our young people. Why? Because at the end of the day, that's an investment in our young people, which is an investment in what? In the United States. We need to take care of that, cousins. That's not a Democrat or Republican concept. That's not liberal or conservative. That's education that every one of our young people need to have in order to help us to become international and continue to be internationally, globally competitive. You with me on that, cousins? We need to fix that one. Let's address it, however. The second, and that kind of rolls into this one, is STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, or as I have become to appreciate more, STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, all right? Think about the development of the vaccine, cousins. Now, the vaccines were being developed around the world. We happen to have some scientists and some engineers and some doctors and epidemiologists and a whole bunch of other people I can't describe or even know the names or their occupations, but you can believe they were scientifically oriented people. They developed those vaccines. In our world today, is anybody questioning the impact of science? how important it is, what role it plays in our lives. Some of the issues we have in the world are perhaps not gonna be resolved by scientific approaches and techniques. We've had scientific approaches and techniques that have gotten into some problems, and guess what? We may in fact need science and te techniques in order to get us out of those same problems. This is one example. The educational concept I just mentioned in item one rolls directly into STEAM because we have to continue to provide that quality education to all of our little cousins in order to what? Identify 
who has the best capabilities of protecting us and driving us into the future with a scientific background. We need to do that, cousins, across the country, everybody. I talked a couple weeks ago about how the number of Rhodes Scholars within our country represented the entire country. We need to take care of that on a broader basis of getting STEAM education deeply embedded in all of our educational offerings. Speaking of education, how was that education delivered to so many of us during that period of time? Through our telecommunication system, which is my number three. Cousins, everything we do now has almost have a technology or telecommunications component. Could you have imagined going through the winter and late spring we had last year and what we're gonna be going through now, being at home without your telecommunication systems? I'm sorry, entertainment, all the streaming services, all the movies that we've all had a chance to watch and see, right? The telephone calls, the communication, the video communication with your friends and family at the holidays. You couldn't touch them, but you could reach out and see them through a screen, and that almost got us there, didn't it? That telecommunications capability is critical. So cousins, shouldn't we have a conversation about that as well as for the education? So many kids in different school districts didn't have or had inconsistent educational opportunities because the telecommunication systems couldn't support it. That's wrong, cousins. We need to fix that for everybody. Which means then that shouldn't we have a conversation about it becoming a utility? If it becomes a utility just like electric and water and gas and those other things we all need to survive and to become engaged with, and that's not that far-fetched, cousins, because the FCC was going to give a few billion dollars to a number of telecommunication companies, what? To extend telecommunications and internet services to those cousins living in rural areas that the business plan did not support previously. Come on, cousins, we're not that far away. Think about it. Getting excited about that one. The next one, cousins, is you start thinking about the median income of the United States in 2019 was $63,179, according to the U.S. Census Department. That's half the cousins in the country make less than that. Half make more. Now, cousins, you think about all the costs we have in order to maintain our society and our world and what that breaks down to, and then you have cousins who are still working at a minimum wage number that, you can, that the meal you buy where they work is more than what they make for an hour. Cousins. Do we care about each other? Is that really necessary to have it be that structured that way? Should we be considering other ways to make that happen? Because when you think about it, when those first relief checks in Canada came early in 2020, that saved a lot of cousins and moved through, and that money didn't go outside the country. It stayed right here and continued to keep people employed. Cousins, it's the right thing for us to do. Let's think about what that means and how we start to have economic income, economic parity and equity within our country. The fifth thing is looking at the healthcare system, if you want to call it that. Now granted, depending upon where you live and what you have access to, we have the best healthcare in the world. But is that consistent across the entire country? No. All right? The other factor is think about, and I've talked to a number of friends who are nurses, doctors, etc. Those good cousins have been taking care of people, working long hours, making extremely difficult decisions, being in heartbreaking environments, 
that have gotten to the point of being PSD. They almost have post-traumatic stress disorders because of the environments. And we don't know that. Why? Because we haven't been able to go in to visit our loved ones when they've been in the hospitals, right? So we really don't know. And they're not coming in telling us how bad it is. I've had parents talk to a few people offline. Trust me, they are in difficult positions. They've had to make difficult decisions. They may be the first ones being inoculated with the new vaccine, but that's why. So they can get back in there, coach. Come on. All right? I understand, and you look at some of the reports, there are doctors and nurses who are actually talking about getting out of the profession because of all the stresses associated with them doing their job, which they all took the Hippocratic Oath of taking and trying to do no harm. Cousins, don't we need to support those folks with whatever that mechanism and combination of things are to help them in a system environment? A lot of money is associated with that. Is it being driven too much by money and not much about providing good health care? That's the conversation moving forward, cousins, don't you think? The other one that starts to come in right behind that is the health care insurance. Who's going to pay for all this? Prescription insurance, who's going to pay? All right, cousins, during the fourth quarter of the year, you think about it. all of us have gone through an evaluation as to what health insurance can we afford next year, okay, into 2021. Your health insurance, your prescription drug, your vision plan, your dental plan, your hospitalization, all those things, and all the financial sides of the houses and all corporations, nonprofits and for-profits, have gone to go, had to go through and negotiate with insurance companies as to what their insurance rate is going to be. Everyone's rate has gone up almost double digits, and we're going to claim that's the best we can do? That's the best structure the United States of America could put in place is something that continues to grow double digits every year, we are number one in healthcare costs in the world, but we're like in the bottom, bottom, excuse me, the end of the 20, uh, 20 percentile, i.e. from one to 20 countries, we're at like 1920, in regards to the number, our outcomes of health insurance, of healthcare. That's wrong, cousins. Don't you think we need to fix that? So why don't we have a conversation as opposed to continue to get everybody get excited about it and just saying, oh, it's too expensive. Why, cousins? Because didn't something miraculously happen in March timeframe? We created, the Congress created $2.3 billion out of thin air, at least to my knowledge. I'd never seen that much money created for anything, had you? All right, cousins, so you think about the healthcare situation, the undergirding of that is in fact health insurance. Think about the health insurance that we all are confronted with that we just went through toward the fourth quarter of last year Everybody and all organizations had to go back and re-up for what their health insurance plan was going to be for 2021. You figure there was hospitalization, there was pharmaceuticals, there was drug plan, there was a dental plan, all these different plans, cousins. All right? And we have been told for years that, well, there's not enough money in order to fix the health insurance industry within our country, when in fact a number of other countries like the United Kingdom, like Japan, like Canada, like Germany, seem to have gotten this thing relatively fixed. And think about it, cousins. At the beginning of 2020, about the March-April time frame, when the COVID-19 was really having a big impact on us, didn't almost mysteriously 2.3 trillion dollars appear 
in order to help the, cut, help the economy negotiate and manage through that? Yes. Well, so if that money could occur and appear for that, taking a look at all the cousins, some 300 plus million of us, in order to give us some health care that we can all work with and not be in a position of have that be an exposure for everybody's livelihood, savings, and your future, and providing us with the best health care, combine that with the best health care that can be available in the world, isn't that worth a discussion, honestly? Not going to polarity sides, oh, you can't afford it, this has to be about, you know, because think about it, cousin, when's the last time you walked into your, one of your specialists and you walked right in and got an appointment? <laughs> you had to be scheduled for that too. You can't walk in and get the surgery anytime you want. You have to be scheduled for that. So, so that whole argument doesn't work. Later in the year, we're going to talk about, we've got some other people on the line with us to talk more extensively about the health insurance issues and opportunities we have right here in the United States. And regardless, forget about whatever anybody else has. Couldn't we make it better? I think we could. And last but not least, cousins, my number seven item is let's, let's think about this. We need to care more about each other, all right? I did a session earlier on talking about empathy. I've tried to tell everybody to continue wearing their mask. Mask is not a question of you being tough or strong or liberal or Democrat. It's a public health issue. It's a bug that will go out and kill anybody it gets to if, in fact, your system is not strong enough to fight it off. End of story. It doesn't care what your ethnicity is. It doesn't care what your race is, whether you're tall or short. It doesn't, obviously, as you look at the maps now, it doesn't care whether you live in New York City or in North Dakota. If it gets you and you're in a weakened condition because of your body's interaction with that virus, you can be taken out. So cousins, now it's a question of do we care enough about each other? And we saw that in 2020. We saw the killing of George Floyd on TV. That didn't have to happen, it shouldn't have happened. It was wrong. Any, can anybody justify that? No. So cousins, we saw just last week, or a couple weeks ago here in de late December, we had someone who set off a bomb in the United States in an RV. Cousins, this is what we see in other countries, not here. What's the motivation of that? So when you start looking at the design what made America great is that we have the opportunity to have flexible capability so people can have a chance to achieve, that the system is fair, that it's balanced, that opportunities can be available to everyone, education can be available to everyone. So when you see somebody set, up, set off an RV, that must say that for that person at least, that system didn't work. So if it didn't work for him, who else is it not working for, cousins? And are we caring enough, enough about each other to be able to move us through a higher level and getting to those aspirational ideas at the beginning of the preamble of the Constitution, which starts with, we the people. Why, cousins? Because we are the people. All right, that's enough for today. I'm going to wrap it up. Continue wearing your mask, because even though the vaccine's here, that's the light at the end of the tunnel. We're still in the tunnel, cousins. <laughs> Maintain your social distancing, wash your hands, you know, the whole bit. And I want you to take care of yourselves. I want you to care about me, because I care about you. Take care till next time. I'm Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. We are the people. Peace.
come to you.